Hey, Black and Animated Family, Waymond here at the start of the podcast, just to put in a quick little disclaimer. Uh, during this episode of the podcast, uh, we had a bit of a recording issue, so uh, my sound, my voice is a little bit tinny, tinnier than I'd like it to be, but it is listenable, uh, I believe, so hopefully it's not too distracting um but uh with my regular voice i just wanted to say thank you all for being so supportive you know i just want to take this moment to thank you all for continuing to listen and um being a part of black and animated and for those who are new to black and animated you can go to our website at www.blackandanimated.com. I feel weird that I said W's, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, blackandanimated.com, uh, we have our podcast episodes. We have the newsletter sign up, and that's uh, the best place where you can find information about what we're doing. Um, you can also follow our social media, of course, uh, Twitter and Instagram, and join the Black and Animated Facebook group, uh, which is a great community, and the Black and Animated Discord channel, which you can join by messaging us or emailing us at blackandanimated at gmail.com for the channel link. So again, I want to apologize for the audio quality of this episode because of the technical difficulties. Um, and of course, thanks to Tyler, our editor, for uh, trying to pull the best out of the recording and uh, making it listenable. So without any further ado, here is the season finale for season three of Black and Animated. In that case, Ezekiel saw the wheel. Anybody? Anybody? No, I'm joking. Yeah. Wait, what? Ezekiel saw the wheel is like my favorite church song. Oh, yeah. Ezekiel <laughs> saw the wheel way up in the middle of the air. That song? Okay, anyway, fine. Let's I go. don't think I've heard that one. <laughs> oh, my God. That was my shit. I had a song. Okay, I'm going to have once. to look it up. <laughs> yeah. I was also sitting in church like Man. an hour later. Bad story. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wait. so now we've talked about Jesus. 
Now that God is with us. Yeah. Hey, what? Wow. Welcome to the Black and Animated Podcast, everybody. Welcome. Um, and, uh, the Black the... Animated Podcast. You'll ever mm. listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> you this whole time. If we had recorded the last 30 minutes, definitely. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, and cartoons. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this might be like the uh, man. I don't know why. I just thought of like a topic that is like uh, religion and animation. <laughs> but oh, that's wow. not probably this episode. <laughs> That'd be interesting topic though. <laughs> one anime where Jesus and Buddha like go on a vacation and just chill is pretty lit. Oh funny. wait, did they make an anime of that? I yeah. remember it being a manga. They they made it uh, mm-hmm. like a. Ooh, OVA, I think, out of that. Oh, Man. yeah. There's a Speaking of involved, o- I think. Anyways. Speaking of OVAs, uh, <laughs> OV, OV are the first letters of the word over, and this third <laughs> season of Black and Animated is over with this episode, because this is the season finale. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think we make this joke every time. It's it's fine. We start with an OVA joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's the black and anime podcast go do it yep. again um yep that's right this is the last episode of this season one and on this final episode of season three of the podcast we have uh several members of black and animated the organization on to introduce themselves <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm gonna let everybody introduce themselves. So uh, let's go around and uh, start with Nyla. Yay! Hey gang, I am Nyla Magruder. I am the director of programming for Black and Animated. So I'm the point person on uh, developing events and initiatives for the group. And I joined sometime last year. Yeah. Yeah. Lorraine, hey, go. Hey, I'm Lorraine, and I joined at the same time as Nyla. We were like, hey, we should hang out with some Black people on Drywall <laughs> Black Day. And now we're co director of the Black and Animated. Um, Heck yeah. yeah. Also helping out with events. Heck yeah. yeah. Neil, go. Um, thanks. Hi, I am Neil Wade. I am the director of outreach uh, for Black and Animated. Really glad to be here, and I'm here because I'm black. Yes. I'm Lauren Andrews. I'm a director of union relations. Uh, I joined, uh, I'm the newest one. I joined in June of this year when I partnered with Black and Native Mated to make the Discord. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, Discord? We have one of those now? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, Black and Native Mated has gone through a lot this year. And one of the yeah. big... Yeah, <laughs> a lot. And um, one of the big things is the Black and Animated Discord. Bum, 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 yeah, bum, bum, bum. so people are getting that delicious, tasty Discord. I don't know why it's delicious and tasty. Delicious and tasty Discord as a uh, black person trying to get an animation, just hit up our uh, hit us up via email or hit us up via Twitter. 
um, and asked, like, hey, I want to do animation. Can I, can I get that? And in a very nice way. Yeah, it's yeah. a good community. It's been yeah. growing pretty quickly, so that's been great. Yeah, and and just in general, like um, a lot of the wonderful people that are now part of the Black and Animated uh, leadership as an organization, like you've you've heard these guys before. Both Nyla and Lorraine have been guests for us previously in season two. No, actually, Lorraine was in season one. Nyla was in season two. Neil is in the latest season, season three. Lauren, you have yet to be a guest, but you're on the list. Oh, <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm elusive. So. <laughs> you're elusive, Santos. Wait, what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Yeah, and um, we wanted to make sure we had an opportunity to, I guess, introduce uh, our podcast audience to our organization staff members. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and just let you all know what's been going on if you've if you've only been listening to the podcast and, necess- and haven't necessarily been in the know of the outside of things. Um, or like organization wise just we wanted to make sure everybody knew who was who and what they're doing and just you know give everybody a platform to share their thoughts and like we just want to share like what we want to do in the future for things and like i don't know anybody any of you guys like want to just talk about like your experience with bna and just in general in the last couple months like what's been going on with with the org no i'm good I feel like you've been so involved. Yeah. You you know so much. <laughs> you can just like write a novel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so much has happened, like just um I feel like witnessing like from from you being a part of Black and Animated, like I've seen like so much come from you and uh, like you just such an amazing i mean not just artist but like person and i am so happy that you are part of this organization um like for example the open letter <laughs> to the animation industry uh was uh written and organized we took all of our thoughts and feelings and wrote them down in powerful words and got it out there to the world and we hope that it's interesting like we we people like responded well to it but at the same time there's still like you know this weird quiet around the open letter yeah and i think i don't know i don't know do you have thoughts on that neil i was gonna say like i mean let's maybe we should talk a little about like what for those who aren't aware like what precipitated the open letter and like what it what we actually kind of right. said in it so people know what we're mm-hmm. discussing so yes, um that's a good idea. Yeah. like i mean we kind of i mean i feel like we were talking about something like the open letter maybe before all the george floyd um unrest kind of started but I, yeah. I, I don't know like to me like that's when that really when it really solidified in our minds but kind of like what were some of the other things that kind of fed into that well, well also seeing all the that. studios too just sort of being like you know, tweeting Black Lives Matter and everything, but it feeling kind of hollow, you know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. so I guess I'll talk about, like, what's been going on with me the past year. So, um, 
you know, in case people don't know, I am actually no longer in Los Angeles. I moved back to my home state of Maryland uh, early this year. And a lot of that was due to my frustrations with the industry. Like, I, I've been out in Los Angeles for eight years. You know, if I look back on my time in art school, I've devoted the last 12 years of my life to pursuing animation. And after all that time, I, you know, I'm almost 40 now and I just wasn't making any progress. And so I decided, you know, I, I looked, I looked back on the last eight years and thought, you know, I am in a toxic relationship with this industry. I, I need some distance and, so I moved to Maryland to get some distance and then COVID happened and everyone transitioned to remote work from home and all this distance I cultivated doesn't matter anymore anyway. We're all <laughs> working from home. We're social distancing before it was cool. Right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and so, you know, since then... It's been it's been a really rough year. Uh, the you know George Floyd, uh, Breonna Taylor. We've had this rash of killings um, that led to a lot of important discussions. And in the midst of this, a lot of animation studios, a lot of you know our employers have been posting these black graphics uh kind of you know just saying black lives matter and affirming their commitment to their black employees and the black community and for me like this all <laughs> this all happened over the course of a weekend i think and for me it was just like i was watching all these studios that I've had long-standing relationships for the last several years that have completely blown me off, uh, had ghosted me, had lowballed me over the course of, you know, the last year or so. And knowing different stories from other Black friends in the industry, because it's not just me, you know, like a lot of us have this these similar, like, experiences in this industry of being pushed down and pushed out and you know watching all of these places post these hollow graphics online like something just broke inside of me and it's funny you know I didn't want to have to leave LA and I regret feeling like I needed to leave but if I had stayed, I don't think I would have had the guts to do this. And so I kind of just, I posted this huge thread and I quote tweeted every studio that I've interacted with in the past year. And I laid out, this is what you did to me. And, and, you know, this was part of a larger conversation that was, that was snowballing of, animation folks working in the industry of you know people on the live action side of things screenwriters uh people in music people in video games who have had very similar experiences and now are watching these studios that have 
you know, systematically kept black professionals out of their ranks, expressing uh, love for black employees that they don't have because they don't hire us. And can I, can I, you know, I like that to say what's interesting is that for all these graphics, for all that's going on, you know, by and large, those same people and same structures that have kept us out are still in place. And so for all the changes that these studios say they're making or doing, there hasn't been a change. And, you know, until that happens, until we actually do see some new face, black faces in these decision making positions, until we actually do see our, you know, people getting consistent work and actual uh, black uh, creators being, you know, promoted to directors, None of it, none of it has made any sense to me yet. None of it's really landed for me. So, Nyla, your story, like, I think about it all the time because uh, I'm working in the executive space at a major studio. And all the language is cool and they're talking to the right people, but it's still the same people make decisions. And those same people that were giving you that no are still giving the no's. And so that's the change we really need to see. And I wonder how do we incorporate that? Because I don't know that the, I don't know that's that, that, that is what people are getting from the open letter. And so how do we say to them, hey, we need things to change right now. We need structure now. We don't just, yes, we need more artists. We need you to have more faces on your teams. But we also need people making decisions. And we also need reassurance that those people that are turning away Black creators and Black artists are not in a position to continue doing that. And right now, there's still a structure in the system that does that. But I feel like, though, that the, you know, the, the, the bullet points of like, you know, here are things that you can do with your studio, you know, like have a third party audit, like have, you know, make sure you have employees like at every single level, not just like you know art and like PAs and stuff like you're, you're right. You know, you have to have people at the executive level, at the VP executive level, whatever, like making decisions, cut like like you're saying. And. It feels like because Wayman and I were recently interviewed on uh, like a radio show and we talked about how like it seems like the response is just so quiet because it feels like studios don't publicly want to talk about it because they're scared and I'm not saying that's cool I'm saying that I feel like all this stuff is happening like internally and they're not like talking about it but the thing is it's like there's so much like internal talk, but is there actual internal action, you know? You know, I that's I the feel, thing. And I feel like, you know, I'm always thinking big picture. I feel like historically, you know, treatment of uh black people in America and indigenous indigenous people in America has always been something that no one really wants to talk about. No one wants to acknowledge the violence that led to the formation of this nation. Like there are a lot of people dominating these industries who are only in those positions because of the level of violence that uh, was enacted against us. And it's a very uncomfortable conversation that no one really wants to have, you know, on any level. And so, you know, I see it all the time. I'll post things, uh, you know, pro-Black sentiment and the response is always very quiet. You get maybe like a like or a retweet, but nobody wants to say anything because, you know, it's, 
it's very uncomfortable for white people to acknowledge, but, you know, we live with this discomfort every single day of our lives. Um, you know, no one's trying to make anyone feel bad. Well, maybe I want some people to feel a little bit bad, but, you know, it's like you said, Nyla, like we, we feel bad, like all the time, because like, you know, we can't turn being black off. We can't turn yeah. being an indigenous person off like Latino, whoever, you can't turn that off. And it's like, we can't necessarily bend over backwards to like appease the discomfort of white people who don't want to have those conversations because that uncomfortable conversation is a part of our existence. You know, (laughs) and that's that's how change doesn't happen if people keep on uh, trying to like stay comfortable. Right. Right, yeah. You know, it sucks that, like, we really don't have the power to make these changes. We really need the people in power to reflect and make these hard choices to actually change the culture. Because look at look at the majority of Black professionals in animation. You don't see very many of us at the director level. You don't see us at the executive level. So together, like... You know, what we're doing is so important, but at the same time, we we are all kind of hamstringed by our our lack of access and our lack of power. And, and so, also, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, Nile, I feel like you've talked about this before, the gaslighting that happens. So the, there's so many things in place that when we're just like, we're made to feel animation and i think entertainment in general is like kind of deceptively quote we'll say liberal i don't like that word but we'll say deceptively liberal liberal so nobody's racist right nobody cares you're an artist your art supports the work this and that but we know that when we walk into these rooms that people are paying like our our race our names say something to them our the color our skin does say something to them we now do have linkedin and facebook and that's where everyone goes as soon as they get a job application and there are these unconscious biases that are very alive and real and so it's hard for us you know if if someone is discriminating against black women on their crew because they had a bad experience with a black woman in the past which is something a, a very real situation that I've recently dealt with. If that happens, well, what, who's this? How can you say like you did this because I am a black person? Like no, 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 no. You know, they your style wasn't right, or the, all that gaslighting that comes, or you know, or you getting offered lower wages than your white counterpart for the same position. Like, and, and we're told that we're kind of crazy. And oh no, you're 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 looking. They're thinking too hard about this. There's all these excuses as to why. Like you said, we don't have access to the tools to really fix this situation. It's in the culture. There's, I mean, there's a lot of nepotism. Let's let's just be honest. Let's be real. A lot of nepotism in this in this um, industry, and that goes back to a time when there were none of us there. So you do have these guys who are friends from 1994, and they all came up together. And when someone, like, I mean, it's it's true. And when you and when you actually walk in the room, like you are the new weirdo. And then there's all the things that unconscious bias about black people comes in that we don't work hard, crazy, that we don't um, that we're hard to work with. We're difficult. We're aggressive. These are things I hear said about people, about black people in this industry all the time. And yet it's never about race. It's a it's a communicate some other kind of issue. And um, that's we can't do anything about that. 
we can't like we don't have the we're not in a control room to change that part of the, the structure um yeah i'll leave it at that it's just that's another frustration that i have and i, why I think what we do is so important and why what we do moving forward is also going to be so important you know mm-hmm. i hesitate to say this but i've been sitting on these feelings for a really long time you know so love Lovecraft Country is on HBO right now. I just watched it last night. So good. Ooh, really same. Same. I have not started, but I'm looking forward to it. But yeah. you know, everyone's talking about Sundown Towns right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so let's let's take it back. A couple of years ago, I did a talk for the Black Women Animate Boot Camp that mm-hmm. Cartoon yes. Network hosted. Oh yeah, yes. I think I attended yeah. that one that you did, Nyla. Yeah, like, so I did a storyboarding talk and I decided, you know, I only had like an hour and 90 minutes and I decided that's not enough time to really impart like storyboarding principles. So, (laughs) so I decided to take a different track and I talked about not the, you know, the craft of storyboarding, but why we storyboard, why we tell stories. And one of the examples I used was Steven Universe and Rebecca Sugar and how much of Rebecca's upbringing informed the world building of Steven Universe. You know, uh, Beach City is based on Rebecca's experiences with her brother um, going to Rehoboth Beach and Ocean City here in, in Maryland, where I'm from. And, you know, and it's because... Maryland, you know, we share a home state. We we kind of share like physical distance. And I I was thinking a lot about just like meditating on Rebecca's experience versus my experience. A lot of like animation people come from Maryland. It's really weird. Um something in the water there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you just sprout the art talent like <laughs> the crab. It's the crab. But, but, you know, I had a thought. I, you know, I thought about Rebecca and her brother, like, spending their summers in Rehoboth Beach. And I thought, why didn't we do that? Like, my family, we never went to Rehoboth Beach. We didn't go to Ocean City. And the answer, you know, came came up very quickly. This is something I didn't know as a child, but I know it now. You know, when I was a... When my my parents were coming up, Ocean City and Rehoboth Beach were segregated. You know, Black people weren't allowed there. So they were desegregated when I was a child, but we still didn't go because my parents had that history. My parents still recognized it as, as a place that we were not allowed to go. And so, you know, already, like, this this has caused a separation in our experiences and that's kind of a f- informing like my experience as a black person, as an artist and as an animator, you know, I can't tell the story that Rebecca told because like Rebecca's history um, and, you know, this, this core aspect of Steven universe is a, is something that was barred from me as a child and so that that got me thinking you know well what will what does my experience look like and a lot of it is defined by lack of access in my own community you know there are still places in my hometown that 
I don't feel comfortable going. You know, I just saw my mom. It was her birthday a couple of days ago. And we we were joking about, you know, like we're, we lived on a peninsula. And so there's one road in and one road out. And you can follow that road into a certain point and then that's it. You, you know, you're not going to find any black people past that point. And we all kind of know that. And it just, it's a reflection of this larger industry to me. Like it's very much indicative of the fact that even within this industry that I've poured half my life into, there are still rooms that I am not allowed in. The higher you go, the less black people you're going to find. Like there's right. just nobody up there really. And if there is somebody, it took them probably longer than it needed to for them to get there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've even had like that similar thought, like even with my career, all of the shows I've worked on are ones that have like had high levels of diversity on the crew and been very open to hiring women. And that's just like, I mean, that's great that like there are some places that are fine, but that also it makes me sad that like I there's like lots of spaces that I, I simply am just not allowed to enter because of the way I am. And it's just like I can't I can't change that. And that really sucks. Yeah. And we've also, and also feels feels like, oh, go ahead, Noreen. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, like, also when you as you get higher, it almost feels like you're on thinner ice as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You have That's to walk that fine line and like there's so yeah. many politics that you have to make sure that you yeah. um it it it's it's funny, like you almost kinda have to it's like we all we all code switch. We all know how to do that out in the workplace. Yes. And yeah. it almost feels mm-hmm. like the Maybe this is I don't know. Should we explain what code switching is for our viewers that yeah. probably don't know what that is? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so like code switching basically is like you it, it's very sad, but you kinda have to turn your blackness off for a little bit in order to function at your in work. And a lot of black people do this because it's almost like a safety mechanism to ensure that we are okay and we're not acting too aggressive, too uh too quote unquote hood or using funny words and uncivilized. Yeah, uncivilized. Yeah. So, anybody, if you, if you saw Sorry to Bother You, that's, that, there you go. I love yeah. that. Mm. That's a great <laughs> Oh, I thought, I thought to see Sorry to Bother You. So good. It's a very good movie. And, and, then it, then it, and then it, um, it gets a little weird, but it's, yeah. it's <laughs> I enjoy even the weird parts. You know what the weirdest thing about that movie is? I watched it, and the next day I went to the store, and Tessa Thompson was at the store. What? what? That's pretty that cool. Is weird. I was like, "Dude, this was last night." <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't say that to her. I didn't say that to her. You, but you thought. <laughs> yeah. I, I told her the Yeah, her outfit was really cool. So I was like, "Your outfit's real nice." And she's like, "Thanks." <laughs> nice. Nice. So that, that's my sorry to bother you. Story. Nice. <laughs> well, you know, I want to say. I mean, in be even beyond the co- well code switching. I know it's even beyond the code switching. It's like think about you know. When I first got out of school, I, me and my friend, black friends would joke about how we all had, you know, we all had locks or braids or afros and all that. And we were all talk, going, 
going into like these corporate spaces and we were like, ah, we're gonna have to cut our hair because like, what's what does it look like? What does a successful black man look like? Like if you walk in and you have a giant fro, who's gonna take you seriously in the boardroom, at least at that time, right? And I think there may be a little more wiggle room these days, but overall, just like there was this idea at that time that to be acceptable in this world, you had to cut your hair off. That's absolutely absurd mm-hmm. if you really think about it, you know? And, um, and so it's like there's there are these little things. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say it took me a while to be comfortable wearing my hair natural. I used to have to yeah, oh, yeah. Um, flat iron my hair. I I remember and when this- I first got I got my first job outside of, out of college and it was at a advertising agency. It was mostly focused on the, like the Latino market. So there are a lot of like um Latinx people there and there were three two other black women there and i and I, I, these ladies were very nice they're they're good people but i kind of they kind of brought me in the room and kind of told me about my hair because my hair was mm-hmm. you know poofy and everything like i wanted to sort of go a little bit more natural and also i didn't really know what to do with it because it was kind of hot in the summer and then i kind of got a a light nice kind of scolding just about like saying like hey you know like you know being in this office space we kind of have to do our hair a certain way and then it made me be like oh and then I got a perm and I felt quote unquote prettier but then I thought about it and I'm just like like looking back on it I don't necessarily blame those two black women for making me feel bad I mean they didn't make me feel bad but I I look I look (laughs) back and I think like it's sad that these older black ladies feel like they can't embrace what they want to actually wear. And then they, ha- they, and then they told me that this is, this is just how it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And now I don't care. I'm like, no, I'm going to do a, my TWA. Leave me yeah. alone. Same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. <laughs> it's also like so hot here in California. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um so yeah so i guess to bring it back to you know current events uh black and animated kind of stepped up in a big way over the last few months Mm -hmm. yeah all the studios being like yeah yeah uh, making connections with studios and trying to uh figure out uh, ways that we can continue as an organization virtually, because I mean, in this mm. moment that we're living in right now, uh, we are in a work from home, quarantined, um, just living situation uh, mm. worldwide, kind of, and, I mean, nationally in the US here. Yeah. Um, Six so, months of quarantine, was it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't remember so that. We're, we're living... number on it, Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years in quarantine. <laughs> I saw a post I made where I was like, oh, I can't wait until quarantine is over. And I saw that I posted it 17 weeks ago. And I was like, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. So we're living through that right now. So that's also been like a huge part of um, us trying to. Um, just uh, black and animate or organize the organization. <laughs> black and animate, organize. Black and animate the organization. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say like I don't, I don't. I, don't I was gonna say that. I was like, I don't think that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna rephrase it. 
But for real though, it it has been pretty wild. Just sort of the out the like the the outpour of support that Black mm-hmm. Animated has had, and we're we are very grateful for it. And just um, all of you guys, like like all of us, sort of coming together, like the spurred from just a, like a teeny baby podcast, and now it's like grown to something way bigger. And it's just really cool and a blessing and just sort of hearing from people how the, uh, black and animated as a community has sort of helped them like meet people and uh we've gotten emails about like oh man i've gotten like the courage to like move out to la or i've got the courage to like apply more and like i feel like i can do this now you know like that's that's what what's really important or like one of the important things just like that empowerment and encouraging of black folks trying to you know get these jobs and hopefully you know just doing doing our part to provide information to these studios about like hey this is how you do better like we can't we can't fix it but we need to provide the access and information for you to do better because we will know you aren't doing good and people talk you know (laughs) yeah and and just sort of also it's crazy to think about like how the nickelodeon thing was just earlier this year i keep thinking that was like two years ago or something right (laughs) yo i feel so like i was looking through our episode list and like scrolling through i'm like oh yeah we interviewed monique uh simply robotics this year like i'm like oh that felt like it was last year And quarantine has my sense of time just all like jacked up like uh. yeah yeah i don't know i'm i'm I'm, well go ahead (laughs) sorry no i was gonna agree with you it's just it is it's definitely um kind of it's been wild um i mean just the quarantine aspect of it all um but i feel like it's just i don't know it's i I feel like it's a double-edged sword because i feel like uh, us being in quarantine has helped push black and animated and it, i mean we're still continuing to push but it's helped push it into different avenues and helped it to grow more so i kind of appreciate it in that aspect but it's also just like very difficult <laughs> to navigate still yeah um, i definitely feel like the like the space that people have because it's like the internet and like that a little bit of like distance like i think has allowed people to have conversations that they definitely were avoiding like in studio because like you don't want to offend people or make people upset mm-hmm. like, you to just like say something on the internet like it fades away soon like if people don't agree like they'll forget about it soon whereas like i feel like if you said something in person in a studio like people might just always like remember that <laughs> I know I've tried to have like some of these conversations in person and it just has not gone well on, on occasion. It's like, yeah, online, like no one's going to fight you on that because they know they're wrong. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I've definitely been shut down in the past by people I considered friends. And so when this whole blue, this whole thing blew up, I was kind of waiting for it. I was like, finally, it's my turn to shine. (laughs) I've been trying to tell y'all this whole time. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of the I love or not love, but like it was it was a bit strange, like seeing so much 
change and like I guess response and uh, like a lot of people are like wait this is what's been happening or what oh this happened to yeah. you or like replies on like confession tweets and stuff and we're just like yeah <laughs> like I've been saying yeah. it yeah and that's that's like the thing that i keep saying over and over again that like it it's it's a double-edged sword like quarantine the protests like it it sucks that all that had to happen for people to start listening but people are listening so that's good that they're listening you know yeah yeah yeah, like the Redskins or the Washington Redskins air quote, like finally took out oh the Redskins God. part of their they've been doing and they've been that for years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Like that's a exactly. like, Oh, so now it's just like all right. Yeah. Well, you know what? Now you get it. Finally. Or the Mississippi mm-hmm. with their Confederate right? flag. Right? I feel like, like oh everyone's God. been like, saying, like, hey guys, this is a bad look literally my entire life. Yeah. They've been we like we've been saying for like over a century like it was that wild. easy now <laughs> yeah it's like oh okay my bad we'll we'll get on yeah. this in 2020 guys like wow and there's still people resisting i mean that's a whole different yeah mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're literally in civil rights movement 2.0 right now yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly it, we, exactly we far. yeah wow Got i don't know like we're scared. yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're coming for yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not coming. No, y'all can. I'm not coming um, for anything. <laughs> I'm staying yeah, away. Yeah, you stay over there. Yeah, you, please. Talk amongst yourselves and, you know, get on a ship with Pluto. Please. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Please leave the Earth's atmosphere, Kate. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving. You guys should go. <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. Were you about yeah, to say something, um, Bree? I was just gonna say, like, kind of bringing it back to animation, since um we are approaching the end time. Um, oh God! Not the end times. Uh, no, no. <laughs> we, we are. We are approaching the end times, y'all. <laughs> I mean, it's not the beginning times, y'all. So <laughs> that's true. That yeah, we are approaching the end of the podcast. So I guess we can like, uh, did you did you want to talk um like hopes for future of black and animated? Yeah, I, I think I think um I think each one of us should probably just say you know a prayer. What, no, what, <laughs> gather around. Children. Okay. No, no I think what do you wish for? Please let us know what you got to say. <laughs> no, just I just think each one of us should probably say like you know um final thoughts about like you know what we hope for and just what we're. I guess what we're thankful for. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll start it. Like, honestly, I am just very um, grateful for all, everyone here's help and just the passion and love you have for, like, supporting the Black community in animation and Black people in general. Like, it, it really means a lot. And I don't know what I think about you all. Like, I cry a little bit because I'm just like, everybody's really nice and wants to help. And I appreciate Nyla and Lorraine and Neil and Lauren very much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Virtual hug. Yeah. Virtual hug. Audio hug. Yeah. And, and, I, I, I and, definitely want to like those sentiments too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And really quick, I just hope moving forward, like, I really want to just continue to 
keep reaching you know black folks that are trying to get in and, sh- and show them that they can do it and like not be discouraged because it's it's hard like i i i was at a point where i thought i would never get in just because nothing was sticking you know and yeah even and even working at a place like you know like disney where it's considered the dream like i felt nervous coming here because i was just like i don't know how many black people are at disney though i really don't know Mm. and i felt really nervous about it so i'm just very grateful and hopeful that like black and animated as a podcast and as an organization can just we can continue to keep putting out things for people to have access and provide information and just keep being inspired and not give up yeah i i'll go next and say i mean i I, as i said reflect embrace some sentiments about the organization and you all and uh like continuing to be a resource and i also want to thank tyler schlossman yes the podcast because that yeah god i uh i feel like i would be going crazy if I was doing it by myself. Um, so thank you, Tyler. And He's also been amazing on the Discord as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yes, yes. Moderating the Discord. Yeah, Tyler, you're awesome. Thank Tyler, you. Tyler, you're great. Yay. <laughs> and um, I feel like my hopes are yeah, just black and animated to continue being a resource and um. I don't know. I I feel like I I want to figure out how to continue to like do mixers and stuff. I I guess we're like currently doing that right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's something that I like. I think back to last season's like hopes for the future, and I was like, yeah, mixers, and I'm like, dang it. (laughs) Like we can't control COVID. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, that our resources and our resources to uh, figure out event stuff is kind of like, it's hard to get a handle of, but I think we are getting a handle of it. So I, I don't know. I just hope for more networking events. That's my hope. Just so we can be able to like meet more people and uh, other people can uh, meet other people <laughs> that are black in the, com- and in the animation community. I don't know. I just want community to, the community to thrive. And um, one of those aspects is the networking events. Yeah. Who wants to go next? I guess I'll go. Um, So I am also thankful for our community and thankful for the organizations and studios that have reached out up to this point, like offering their assistance, offering resources. it's you know some of the response we've gotten has been mixed but i really appreciate the people and the groups who have reached out to say like we know there's a problem how can we help what do you need um and you know just helping to put more good out into our community while also lifting some of the weight off of our shoulders so we do have some really cool stuff lined up that we're working on. Um, something we're also working on is just trying to stagger events so that 
everything's not happening all at once like it currently is so Mm -hmm. you know we're thinking in terms of long term so we're gonna you know we're gonna make sure that this industry keeps up the same energy not just today not just tomorrow but you know in the future oh yeah i guess that's it i also want to throw in a thanks uh to nyla uh specifically for website building (laughs) oh yes (laughs) because yeah i know nothing about website building and just seeing it uh evolve from where it was to how it is now i'm just like whoa you are you are god (laughs) i like to do anything it's like like if you didn't take up drawing, then you'd be like, "Well, I'll just open up a cafe and make delicious uh, souffle pancakes that are hard to make." Well, oh, I'll just yes. become a web developer and just make websites. Man, I'm not convinced. I shouldn't just do all those things instead. Multitasking. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, where, I love animation. Whatever you yeah, want. That, uh, if that, you have the that, willpower, you probably could. Yeah, where's that jam uh, Etsy? Yeah. <laughs> for just jam making. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Take Lorraine. it away, Lorraine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just thankful <laughs> for all of y'all, like everyone working so hard and putting their effort together. I feel like I remember when I first heard about Black and Animated. Actually, kind of didn't know Wayman super well. Like I just knew him. <laughs> from work um but like we didn't actually work like even in the same room yeah we're so, in like separate uh, rooms <laughs> we, we worked at oddbot together so i didn't really know what because at oddbot we work really hard mm-hmm. like they don't there's not a lot of like downtime for socializing so i didn't know even that that well yeah it was my first time meeting brie when i got on the show so it was really nice to meet people that like eventually became long-term friends yeah and uh so i'm glad to like make more meet more community and uh in the future i am definitely hoping to have more or even have starting some like streams like online hangouts and panels like i'd like to start pushing more of a digital like event space presence Mm -hmm. not sure exactly how to work that out yet but it's definitely something i'm thinking about for the future for black and animated yeah Nice. I will go next. Um and you guys know I get verbose, so I'm gonna try and keep it short. But um first, yes, of course I echo all your sentiments. I think just like what a wonderful group of people to come together and kind of lead this charge and organize this charge and mobilize people. Um, I love the community that I've suddenly become aware of when I went to that Drawing While Black event. I was like, it's gonna be great to meet those 30 black people in animation. And all of a sudden, like, I I was so sad leaving early because there were like probably 50 people there when I was leaving. So, um, and then to see what has come of that and see what's grown. So, and I wanted to say thank you to you all because I came on a little later in the process and you all welcomed me immediately, heard my ideas have always like respected my space and, and what I've had to say. And um, I really appreciate that. Um, what I'd like to see for black and animated, of course, like more like just building our community and building that camaraderie and building that network that is so important in animation for us to move forward. And my goal is that, you know, next year when we do this talk, that 
we're talking about all the new black directors and all the new black folks in production and all new production managers and all the new line producers yeah. and that yeah. we are hearing and all the great new shows coming up that are talking about issues that are relevant to our community. And I say when I say community, our whole community, but you know, our voice has been left out for too long. So that's, that's kind of my goal. Um, and again, I can't think of a better group of people to, you know, be to walk side by side with in that process. So Black and animated 2021, bigger and better. <laughs> and black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess it's my turn now. I <laughs> am um, <laughs> very grateful that um, to Nyla actually making the introduction uh, to Black and animated the rest of you. And then uh, you guys accepting me and having me come in and help out and the make the Discord, which I'm also grateful for. Like that grew really quickly, and it, I, there's a lot of great people in there connecting, and I'm pretty happy at how it turned out. Um, I think my hopes for the future would be probably keep the momentum going. Um, mm -hmm. I feel I always worry about it kind of dying down, uh, it being like, oh, quarantine's over, we're all just going to go back to normal. So mm -hmm. I think it's good, you know, it's it's a paradigm shift, so it's going to take a long time, and I think. Uh, just keeping that momentum going, but also not burning everybody out. So I think that'll be my, my focus as well. As yeah, nice. Right. Oh, man, I yes. would love no burnouts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No future burnouts. Mm -hmm. This is a lot. <laughs> Keep the same energy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Healthy gosh. I've burnt, I burnt out a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And that's okay. Like, we got to remember to take breaks and, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the thing that um I've like been telling some some of the artists like who are in our Discord even that are that have been like, Oh, I you know, I thought that I had to do all of the workshops that are coming out from all the studios mm -hmm. and then I hit a point where like I just had to cancel some of the things I was doing because I just I was feeling too overwhelmed and I was freaking out and I was too anxious. But I'm not in LA. I'm like I'm on the East Coast, and I feel like I'll never get these opportunities, and I feel like I wasted it, and just a bunch of sentiment like that, and it's just kind of frustrating and sad to hear that you know you that like you know that burnout is there, that overwhelmed feeling is there, and we all need to do our best to just sort of like protect our mental health during all of this, and just yeah like take breaks and don't burn out and especially um now like what you mentioned just making sure like things are staggered like for for us we definitely would do our due diligence and maybe even if studios reach out to us remind them like hey so and so is doing that event at the same time as you want to do yours maybe maybe stagger it <laughs> right yeah like we know everybody's super excited right now, and that's great. We appreciate the energy, but also, like, we can do stuff next year. Like, you know, people mm -hmm. are still going to need these resources next year. Right. They like it This is the end of the episode. Uh, at this point of the conversation, the program that we were using to record online kind of started to mess up. So 
this is where the conversation ends. But uh, I wanted to place this end cap here just to say thank you again for all the support and being a part of Black and Animated. Thank you to Nala Magruder, Lorraine Gray, Lauren Andrews, and Neil Wade for being on the staff of Black and Animated, for helping us uh, program events and figure out what we can do during this quarantine. Um, and yeah, if you want to join Black and Animated, email us at blackandanimated at gmail.com. You can join the Facebook group uh, by searching for Black and Animated on Facebook and join the Discord by emailing us at the email address and uh, go to blackandanimated.com uh, to find episodes, uh, the sign up for the newsletter. And um, yeah, again, thank you very much. See you on the Discord. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. To keep up with us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Black and Animated. And be sure to listen for more episodes on blackandanimated.podbean.com and on iTunes. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of the respective individual and do not reflect the views of our employers. Thanks, guys. Until next time, see you later. This episode is edited by Tyler Schlossman.